What's up, everybody? It's Joe LaPuma. You were listening. You were watching the Complex Sneakers Podcast. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, my two friends. First off, Mr. Matt Welty. It's a scorcher outside today. Yeah, very hot. That's why we all wore shorts. And to my left, Mr. <laughs> Brendan Dunn. I do have shorts on. This I didn't is, know. This is one of your three short swears of the year. I usually allot myself five in a year. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that you only eat three to five times a year, but he pointed that out. Try and minimize it. And especially, I feel like every time I come on here, you guys are wearing shorts. So then I, I especially can't wear shorts because then we are all wearing shorts. What's wrong with that? You know, it's just like when you step out with a couple friends and you're all you all have the same tote bag and you all have the same general look of your outfit. I don't think that shorts fall into that category. I can tell because you always come on here wearing shorts. All right. It's summer. I'm not wearing pants. I thought we were a unit. I thought we would. I would love to wear the same tote <laughs> well, bag. Well, here we are. I would love to wear shorts together. We're I all thought... locked in. We're wearing shorts together right now. Okay. Don't you worry. What's all your right. disdain for shorts? I just I feel like as a 33 year old man, I don't I don't need to be out here wearing really? shorts too often. It's like 87 degrees in New York City right now. Are you skipping like, leg day, though? <laughs> is that right? the real reason? Are you skipping leg day? Or? I, uh, it's been, I, I don't know if I've ever had a leg day. Okay. Me either. Still run the world, the Me sneaker either. world at least. Wow, you heard that? <laughs> the, the devil's in the details. Did you hear that? Pay attention. Oh, He's quick. Boy. I heard it. Listen, um, I feel like, Joe, you've been skipping the workouts a little bit because you guys were in here doing yoga on the floor yesterday in the office. Well, as I wish I took some photos, but... Out of respect for my coworkers, I did not. But Matt Welty and Joel Puma were on their hands and knees in the middle of the complex office doing what was it? Downward dog, child's pose. What were you guys? Child's the, pose. The cobra. Was the cobra? Involved? There was a cobra involved. What's the cobra? That's like when you. Uh, I thought that was your specialty move. Or That's something. when you lay on your stomach and you kind of like. Yeah. Invert your, your back. The easier up. of the two that you tried to teach me yesterday. And how did it go for you, Joe? The first one I was struggling with, but I did it at home. Yeah, how like did he I do did well? It on my own. Would you? How would you grade his performance? Because he's saying he did pretty well. No, I didn't say I did pretty well. He, he said he had issues trying to get into the first pose, but the second one worked out. Yeah. And do and, you agree with that assessment? Yeah. Okay. He also took a subliminal out. Because he, yeah, he yes, did. A that, few was hours later. Yes. that was because not a subliminal. That was not all that. I complained nope, about no, no, the lower no, no, back. No, 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 no. The lower it back pain. I'll put the. It was not a subliminal though. Let me look yeah, at it. Was not, it was Let not. It was not a subliminal at all. I okay. also think this was after you guys were doing. This had nothing to do yoga with yoga in yeah, the office. And I, this was not a subliminal. This was just a general feeling. What did it? Okay, so y'all were stretching on the floor, and because I said, you know, I'm suffering from lower back pain. He gave me a few hours later. Great tips. This had nothing to do with any of that. Matt Welty tweeted. People always ask you what you do to get in shape, and then when you tell them what you did, they don't want to do it. That's a hundred percent true, man. It's okay. like it's. It doesn't have anything to do with Joe Lapuma. No, not at all. Not like literally. Like, okay. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not saying that to whatever. You get so many people that like send you DMs and they're like, "Oh man, I want to get like you." <laughs> da, 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 da. Isn't, that, isn't that like? And it's cool. And then like, no, but many... then you give them the advice, yeah. and then they're like, "Oh man, I didn't want to do that." They I'm tell like, you that. I'm like. Yeah, and I'm like... They don't want to be doing deadlifts at 6.30 in Jersey City? It's not nothing to do with that. I just try to break it down to the simplest yeah. like formula possible, but they just don't... People... Either you do the work or you don't. Well, Joe, do the work. I will, and I also learned... I learned the other one that Which I was struggling with yesterday. How does your back feel? Yeah. Uh, back's a little bit better today. Good. Good. So That's all we want. Yeah, baby steps. trying to help with. Yeah. I, I gotta, I gotta admit, I'm a little sore because I was go-karting this weekend in Jersey City. Did you get rear-ended? It takes a little bit of a toll on you. I was in a couple I was in a couple dust-ups yeah, yeah, on the track. It's more demanding than I thought physically, like trying to steer. Yeah, turning into the corners. You, you went to yeah. a like very serious it. one, though. Yeah, RPM Raceway in Jersey City. Okay, so I went to one in Staten Island recently. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like that because no bumping. I'm not into the whole... You were just you, into like actual... like Yeah. 
uh, amusement park recreational. Or no, yeah. so there's thinks, nothing recreational about this. Yeah, we had the shiesties on. He thought it was Lewis versus Max a couple rounds <laughs> Whoa, out there, a couple laps okay, out there. Okay, out the references. And also the ones that I go to, you even graze another go kart, they, they shut, shut it you down. down. Yeah. yeah. So wait, they, they, they waved a couple flags on us for sure. There were some incidents. You won the gold medal though. I saw on your uh, Instagram. Not a lot a, of people no, saw the Instagram, I, but I saw. It. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. Let's be upfront. It was a silver medal. My brother won. Oh, oh you had said your younger brother beat you. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think he took advantage of, uh, you know, a virtual safety car toward the end there. If the FIA was involved, I feel like maybe he would have got a little five-second penalty. But Let's dispute it. Yeah, we might have to bring it to the stewards. Where was this place, though? This was in Jersey City. And I was disappointed that I didn't see Welty outside because we were we were spinning a couple blocks. No. Um, no. He spun the block on you? <laughs> no. We were, we, were, we were driving around Jersey City a little bit. We went to White Mana, and I didn't see Welty anywhere. I, I thought I was just going to see him in the streets with a kettlebell getting busy. But... Just on a throne? <laughs> In the streets? <laughs> I, um, was, I was outside Sunday in Jersey City. Really? I yeah. didn't see you. What okay. were you doing? Jersey City is 11 miles long. Like, what do you want me to say? <laughs> well, we thought you were I the just, mayor. I just wanted to say, I just, I don't know. Did they have batting cages or strictly go-kart? Cause I, it's when about I, the go-karts. Okay, because when I usually go to these places, they have an assortment, batting cages. No, like Walter said, golf. this is not an amusement park type of situation. Which speed are you hitting the ball off of at the batting cages? Medium. I don't think I, I don't think I would try it. Medium. I would be too scared to. I actually honestly. have I have pictures. I'll we'll put. Yeah. Them yeah. Crank, cranking them. Uh, listen. Little League World Series, Joe. Like my. I feel like you were getting shelled on the mound. Like my basketball stat line, all the fundamentals right. I'm not going to hit 20 <laughs> home runs, but you need an RBI single. Mm -hmm. You need an RBI what single. I'm your guy. What position did you play in Little Shortstop. League? Shortstop. And I and I was the leadoff batter for a while. Then as the years progressed, my hitting. Big bunk Degressed. guy. Big bunk Digressed. Guy? <laughs> Wait. You big bunk guy? So this is true. This is true. And I think I mentioned it to you. That's no, why you brought I'm it up. No, I'm not. So there was a time where I was like one of the fastest in the league. And I was the leadoff hitter. <laughs> and the little league infielders were not great in terms so of. So you drop a little. They were incredibly capable. I, I bunted a home run once. No. no I, I never knew I never knew A home this. run that's once. Impossible. I bunted. I, listen, I know no, so little about impossible. baseball, but I know that's not possible. I bunted a home run once. Here's why. There was multiple errors made. There was multiple well, errors. So that doesn't, so doesn't count as a home run. I know it doesn't. Wait, technically, it doesn't count. No, no because, because it's like it, it'll be like a single with three errors. But we yeah. counted it as a home run because. Oh, I that's bunted. how baseball stats work. If yeah. it's, if there's errors involved, yes. it's, not. it's not. It's a it's a technicality. It's like a if you hit a triple and then the, they try to throw it to home and he misses, it's a triple with the error. Also, oh, wow. also, shots to Luis Guilicciati. Okay, Luis Guilicciati, R.I.P. One of my baseball managers when I was young. As my hitting digressed, my fielding became better, really? and I had a nickname. You were more well-rounded Joey player. the Glove. I s <laughs> this is all facts. <laughs> Drew Scolicciati, who I talked to from Bayshore, mm -hmm. will co-sign Joey the Glove, put me in right field, just snatching balls out of the air. Sometimes yeah, I would like run all the way from right there. field to center they field and snatch you. it. I got it. I got it. You call him out of the way. Joey the Glove. That was Young one of Odell. my nicknames. They never, Before JLP, it was Joey the they Glove. They never caught you with some pine tar? No. <laughs> we no. might have to bring back Joey the Glove. <laughs> That's th These are all facts, guys. Okay. Uh, one thing I want to mention, because I appreciate you bringing them up, is you're right. Not a lot of people saw the IG post I had, yeah. the recap of the go-karting race. My most dismal stats in a number of years in terms of engagement on an Instagram. I saw you broke post. out the uh, the F one merch. Yeah, my friend, my friend got me a, a McLaren Listen, jersey. Can we talk about the prices on F one merch? Is it high? 
wasn't there like at the Miami Grand Prix there was like that kind of virally photo that oh, went? Oh right. Where I don't want to put the numbers out there, but it seemed like the hats were like a hundred dollars yeah, or something like that. Yeah. And the polos were like two hundred or something like that. Listen though, going back to his IG silver medal on the track. Way below a bronze in terms of engagement. Not ranked on the algorithm. <laughs> and this is important. So okay. all the all the thousands of people <laughs> yeah. listening to this, watching this, please go juice the stats on that IG post. We can't afford to be out here getting two thousand you know, likes. This Speaking guy, I had to, I had to, I had to calm him down. He was saying uh, engagement. You almost had to put the others. You almost, then you. Why don't you just put just put like JLP and others? You know you can do that. <laughs> Turn the likes on. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's that's always that's the shadiest thing. I've done yeah. it once. No, when you see someone who's like tries to fancy themselves as like a influencer or whatever where like that's their whole uh like ig slant of what they're a lot of people just take, take oh, no no but like that's yeah. what their whole account's yeah, about yeah, like yeah. they're not attached to anything they're just and trying you did to... the one promo post and you put it on you no turned, you no turned no, no. When, no when their ig used to be popping and then oh. you scroll down and for like the past year they've had likes off on all of their photos mm. but speaking of bronze um or maybe gold Louis Vuitton, Air Force One news last night. You're getting closer. You know Am when you're a kid? It's like the Easter egg hunt. And listen. It's on the right track. Nope. You say warmer, warmer. <laughs> yeah, cold, right, right, right. Cold, you know, cold, cold. Brooklyn, you know, you visited. They weren't for sale there. Mm -hmm. I would have said cold, cold. Mm -hmm. Last night, you're getting warmer. Okay. You're getting warmer. Okay, Louis Vuitton, Nike, Air Force One. Looks like they're releasing online. Yes. Those first nine colorways are listed on there as Coming soon on there. I reached out to all the LV was, PR people. No info yet. I tried there were some that said online exclusive, right? I, yeah, I think so, yeah. Like some of the colors that we hadn't seen yet said online exclusive, but I think yeah. some of the ones that we had seen. Right, the people have already gotten. Yeah, because they can't say it's online exclusive. Okay. There's, so there was that gold pair, right? I, yeah, those are, I love those. Can we can we divulge a little bit of information that you shared with us last night about what you asked out of a... Louis Vuitton PR person <laughs> that you got shut. I mean, I guess got, so. Since he said, "Can well, I have, we I haven't, We haven't said it yet, but you said, <laughs> "Yeah, you got, I you, definitely you got asked. ghosted." I definitely asked, like, "Can I buy these?" And I definitely tried to add the card, and it wasn't and they, even a. They, they ignore me. <laughs> or, they, or you had said it. Can me, can media buy these shoes? <laughs> what online? Just in general. Oh, but yeah, I was trying to add to cart. It was not even a add to cart aspect to it. It was just. The thing. So close, but closer. so okay. Well, okay. Thank you. Let me ask you something. I saw our friend PG knows needs a carbone reservation. What if I offer him a carbone <laughs> reservation for, straight up for, for 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 one of, for your Air Force One? I would, that's a that's a crazy. I would love if you would do me that I'm favor. Kidding. I'm kidding. It's that's a crazy humor. trade. Let's do it. He wouldn't do it. What do if I feel, what if feel I throw in the? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Throw in the, the veal palm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Do you feel like when you asked for the Louis Vuitton Air Force One? You said, ones, can't we divulge it? <laughs> I didn't even no, no, see no. this. I missed this. I must have been sleeping. Would you feel like when you asked for the Louis Vuitton, when you, hold on. Asked to buy them. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Do you feel like you were just throwing a shot in the dark doing it? Or do you feel like you had a chance and maybe you overshot like what you thought was a reality? Shot in the dark. Okay. A shoe like that, I just felt like everybody who has any type of connection to anybody is going to ask and you know 99% of those people have more clout more money and more influence than me so I feel like I appreciate you looking a little incredulous at that more money at least um so I, I felt like it wasn't going to happen but I had to you know if it's a if it's shoot a one shoot. in a hundred chance yeah you know 
question. As it, it might have been more of a bunt. Yeah. Uh, still gets you to home home. Let's see. Place sometime. Just hold home on. base. Uh, <laughs> as the weeks go on, mm-hmm. does your want for the shoe go down, or you're still? Um, because I feel like I in still my... want it pretty bad, but okay. I feel like I had arrived at the conclusion that I wasn't going to get kind of like the time heals. The yeah. want here's yeah. here's the thing with that shoe though is like now that it's like existed in the the ecosystem mm-hmm. or a little bit. Does the when you first saw that shoe, you're like, I want a pair of these Louis Vuitton Air Force Ones. They're Virgil's last shoe. These are awesome. Yeah. Yada yada yada. Right. But now that you see it and it's like these are like the grail of all grails for a lot of people, you mm. know, like people are trying to resell them for a carbon reservation. They're like, you know, eight, ten thousand dollars or yeah. whatever. Worst, tr- worst trade ever, by the way. But does that like change your perception of like, man, I really like this shoe, but if I got it, I know I would never wear it because I know it's this like item at this point. I feel like he wears a bunch of his I feel like you but wear still, most of your shoes. You know shoes. if it's like you have like a ten thousand dollar shoe, it definitely changes your perception of what that shoe is. For sure. I think it's a good question, and I think it's one of those things where, in my head, I tell myself I would still wear it, but it mm-hmm. would be it would be pretty hard to figure out what the right occasion is to bring the shoe out. It's but like, in my head, I'm, I wanted to wear it. What it's, about you on the podium when you when I finally avenge, take that gold at exactly, RPM Raceway? Avenge the loss of your brother. <laughs> it's it's like that makes it sound like he died. Avenge the loss yeah. of your brother. The go clock, loss you know. to your brother. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like the example of, and I know that this is a shoe, Joe, that you had uh, written a story about, kind of like thirsting over a little bit or kind of wanted no. Uh, but no, but like when it comes out, it's like when it becomes a grail level shoe, and that one being like the Red October Air Yeezy Twos. You know, like did that's, I write about it? Yeah, you said you missed out on it, it like when the shoe dropped on the Sunday, 2014. Oh wait, it you was were, like that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you were at brunch and you tried yeah. to get the shoe, didn't get it, but you wanted the shoe in the moment. Yeah. But did, I know you wear your stuff and you're not like a resale guy, but does that change your perception of like you know if you were actually be able to get it and being that Red Octobers are like this like you know, $20,000 mm-hmm. shoe or whatever that like, I would, I have it, but now I would never wear it because. Well, you wouldn't wear a red. October. Probably not. Probably not. And that, that actually will, I don't know if we'll get to it right now, but that kind of, I would love to have it, but I think it kind of goes into the question that we have for eBay. Mm-hmm. We'll get to, but mm-hmm. you know, the one that sticks out is the Mars Yard 1.0 where like yeah. very expensive shoe and, and that's one that I would definitely wear. But I think, some it's going to take you more than a reservation at Carbone to get my pair from me, just so you know. How's that pair doing, by the way? I thought you had sold that pair like no, two years no, ago. I don't think they, he... they floated back to me. Okay, do you have them in your possession? Yeah, okay, but isn't it crazy how, like, you know, everyone's like, Wear your shoes, wear your shoes, but then when you actually do get like a shoe that's worth X amount of thousands yeah. of dollars, it really changes like the thought of, like, Man, am I just gonna, what am I gonna do wearing this? I think yeah. that makes sense, though. I think if, if you got the Mars Yard 1.0, would you wear it? Would you, would you, do you think you'd have difficulty bringing it straight to feet for the toe? I have them. 1.0? Yes. <laughs> you wait, you what's, slow rolled us? You have the, the 1.0? When did you I get have it? Them. I, I got it. I got it this year. I have them. And I will He never it told out. us that. Oh, I this think, is a big I think deal. You mentioned it. I think you did mention yeah. it. Yeah. So I got those. Oh, what? I thought you knew. Okay. Was there you got a, a lot shoe? To learn. Uh, <laughs> was there a shoe that you guys got? But I'm going to wear those. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I'm going to wear those for. In is the there por- a specific guest you're waiting? Like, if we get that guest on Seeker Shop, not specific, but like the thought is there. Like, zero. I will bring those out. I'm okay. so happy I got those. Was there a shoe that you guys had got in the past where, when you got it, you didn't know it was going to be like this, like huge, big of a deal, Grail shoe, and then you wore it a few times before, like 
the shoe caught on or you knew what its real worth was and then you're like oh man i already like wore those five times and it's now it's like a shoe that's worth five thousand dollars i feel like you don't think about that type of stuff very much right no there's a lot of shoes that i really really want and then i get them and i'm waiting to to break them out i feel like i do wear most of my shoes but like um i think it goes back to what we've talked about there's a little bit of like when you go back and to be honest when you only have like one wear potentially or mm-hmm. like because yeah. it's old stuff that's going to crumble yeah there's like some yeah. sentimental aspect to it and, and that that i definitely think about the tough part i would say is going on a trip if i have to shoot somewhere mm-hmm. and bringing a shoe that you know like just fragile. for packing that's so fragile that you can't wear anywhere else besides like maybe that you don't want to take like your busy p air force ones and like stuff them up like in a exactly bag. Yeah. exactly yeah or old air max 95 that i know that the bubbles are super clouded, yeah. Yeah. Or even if, because I know you have like a little more, I would say, like grailish shoes than me and Brendan, like stuff that you've been like given over your career, you know, where you have like DJ Khaled or Jordan 3s or like the yeah. Macklemore 6s, where yeah. it's like, does it ever cross your mind that like one day you're actually going to wear them? All the lo- time. All the time. I've worn the Macklemore 6s, not on camera, but all the. What all- was, where did you wear the Macklemore 6s to? In my apartment. Sorry. Is that Cal? I'm just being honest. Is that Cal? I'm just being honest. Uh, did you do wow, the whole, very brave. I'm just wow. being honest. Did you do the whole like NT, like when what did I you wear today around, in like undead stock uh, no. film? And it's like you... Rudy Calderon took a flick of me in him. God we'll put it in here. Rudy. Rudy Calderon. Did they hit the pavement or not? They haven't hit the pavement. I'm not going to lie. But Rudy Calderon took the picture. Rudy Calderon, we went to Fire of, Island Saturday. Of? Of Yao Ming Yeah, Ming the yeah. Mars Yard... Uh, Everybody's got the fucking Mars Yards now. Is that Not what it is? Not the Mars Yards. The, the GPS. The GPS. Sorry. The important distinction. What's the name Tom of it? Sachs. General yeah, Tom Purpose Sachs. Shoe. So what's the general purpose? General GPS. Tom yeah. Sachs general purpose. You were at Fire Jeez. Island this past weekend? Yep. How was it? It was good. It was good. I was at Coney Island. A lot of love for the Arthur Carr Solomons out here. Can I mention? Speaking You're of cars, strolling through a classic car show type setup out in Coney Island, and who should I run into but our good friend Action Bronson? Oh, big, I thought big, you were going to say. Big link up. Did you link up? Uh, we chatted for a little okay. bit. I thought you yeah. were going to say you ran into our other friend from Coney Island, who was actually from Coney Island. Nems was, yeah, Nems, again. He was there? Not outside. Oh. Wait, you're saying Nems wasn't outside? I went to well, Coney Island, and Nems was not him. there. I went to Jersey City, and Welty was not there. Next thing you know, I'm going to pop out in Bayshore. I'll be there. And, uh, you, you better fucking be there. You're going to be, like, standing right next to the Welcome to Bayshore sign, <laughs> like, waving to... <laughs> oh, what a beautiful... Like, like, like him on the, br- on the bridges in London? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you hit the beach at all this weekend, Welty? I did not hit the beach. We gotta do a beach outing. Bring out the Jersey I, I Shore. The, I'm not the, that big. The human race sun sunscreen, you know. Can we do a pool? I'm not into sand that much, really. <laughs> you, into, you into the beach? Joe, I'm, yes. I'm, okay. Joe, Joe's like afraid to like step on like the seashells, like when he steps into the water. No, there's been a lot of shark sightings in Long Island. Do, 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 right? do a, yes. Joe, do you do like a little jump if like a piece of seaweed like, uh, <laughs> like scrapes the back of the calves? Is <laughs> that like Larry ca- June in the there? The calves get caressed by a <laughs> With the water shoes? piece of algae. The aqua socks on? I would do aqua socks. Foam runners? Me and Larry David. No, nah, I wouldn't bring the foam runners. Go Speedy there. Mormon style. What's that? Yep. He wears the water shoes. No, he wears socks on the beach. He like doesn't oh, go barefoot. I didn't know that. That is different. Wow, we're learning a lot about uh, each other today <laughs> yeah. in the complex building. Want to learn more about something else? Yes. Shoes we have to give away. Let's okay. go. Let's give away some sneakers. As we do every week, we are giving away a free pair of sneakers with eBay through their Authenticity Guarantee Program. This is how it works. You can go to ebay.complex.com and submit a question for us to pick out 
and read live on the air. We will answer your question. I guess not totally live, but um, if we do pick your question, we are going to send you a free pair of shoes courtesy of eBay and their authenticity guarantee program. By the way, I think I misspoke on a recent episode. The the fee situation, they, they do have fees again on, on sneaker selling. You know, for a while they had a, a promo going on, so I, I don't want to mislead people there. But eBay is still a great place to buy and sell sneakers. Also need to be U.S. located just. That's right. Okay, look at for For the contest. For the giveaway. Don't get mad at us. I know people are always in the comments saying, yeah. why won't you give to people internationally? It's yeah. a We'll let the lawyers issue. handle all that. Yes. Anyways, we're giving away a free pair of sneakers. Who are we give them to? We're giving them to Oscar Chavez, San Antonio, Texas. Mm-hmm. Oscar asks, as you guys get older, how has your taste in shoes changed? What new shoes have you started to appreciate more, and which have you fallen out of love with? Mm. Should we show the shoes we're giving yes. away before we get to the question? I would say people think this is an unexpected shoe for me, but it's a shoe that I have said that I liked on the show. And I know Brendan Dunn tweeted at me. Over the weekend, what saying that you don't wear Nikes or why do you hate Nike? Nike? Oh, I thought GFY maybe. No, Uh, (laughs) just randomly, I posted a picture of New Balance shoes and Brendan's comment. But why do you? Oh, I saw that. But why do you hate Nike? (laughs) Stirring the pot a little bit. Okay. I said one of my favorite Virgil Abloh sneakers. Uh, This was unexpected for me. I gotta say. Yeah, off white Air Max nineties. And we are giving these sneakers away to who is it again? Oscar Chavez, San Antonio, Texas. Okay. And he asked, yeah, how does basically, a para- I said it right, but I'll paraphrase, how has taste in shoes changed over the years and as you get older? Hmm. I think definitely for me, I, I, you know, I think back in the day I went very all red shoes all the time. That was like, I think it's like a natural progression, but one shoe that like what I want to bring. What was an all red shoe that you had? Uh, Raging Bull 5s, Dornbecker 3s. I had the Nylon Dunks. Remember those? They were part of a pack. Yep. The Vandal pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All red. Highlighter but, red type of. Yeah, yep. but but another thing that, another pack that I remember going like really crazy for, the Nike Supreme, no, the Nike Dunk High Quilted pack. It was like an Olympic pack. All these colors. Do you remember it? It was I don't patent leather. It was patent leather. Gotta say, it sounds awful. I'm gonna show it to you. You remember these? Vaguely. Joe, did you have those red 11s? The ones that was a Carmelo PE for a while? Yeah. No, I didn't Yes, have I remember those shoes. Yeah. Um, so the, this quilted Olympic pack, I remember, I think I got them at Sneaker Bistro in Long Island, and it was like, you couldn't tell, it was like one of those shoes where you're like, I'm, this is going to be my favorite shoe for years. And it's just like, you look back, and it's just. Boy, was I wrong. Yeah, just styles change. It's like. like oh, I'm going to break these out one day. Yeah, and it's like. kill them in 2022. Yeah, but, but I really love this pack back in the day, but it's like, you just think never wear them today and then on the flip side i would say like you know one of one loud shoe recently because i wear a lot of black obviously Mm -hmm. and tonal colors but one shoe recently that pretty loud that i loved is uh the roadster that they released in like the classic colors Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah so i got that one metallic style looking like the pharrell one yeah but i think as you get older um i don't know for me for me i guess it's like a lot of black but it's always been like a lot of black and Mm -hmm. Well, see, how about you? I would say that my sneaker taste shifted to comfort very early on. Mm-hmm. So when I discovered running shoes, like retro running shoes or whatever, mm-hmm. in like 2007, 2008, you know, wearing like Asics Gel Light 3s and yeah. New Balance, all that stuff, I was like, I'm never looking back. Like once I put something comfortable on my foot, mm-hmm. All of these like loud high tops that you had to like tuck your jeans in and all that like sort of situation were just 
dunks and things like that just went out like went out the window okay so i feel like from that was it a brand thing or just a style thing like it, it sounds just, like you're saying you shifted away from nike it wasn't even no because i was big in the air max at the time okay. too so it was you just were still like, doing all those yeah it was just about comfort at the time like yeah. once i put those things on because i remember distinctly um and i had mentioned this recently the whole like era of like walking around kind of stupid you know, where you, like, put on a pair of dunks and, like, you don't want to crease them, so you're, like, walking. Oh, uh, like, duck walking. Yeah, you're, like, Go walking. Ducks. Yeah, walking, like, gingerly on your feet. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, I feel like that. That was Joe in the apartment with the Macklemore sixes on? <laughs> yeah. But I feel like that was my, like, early sort of, like, introduction to sneakers to some extent. You know, mm-hmm. that's how you acted in them. And I was, like, I don't really want to, like, do this anymore. Mm. So I kind of, like, I remember, like, buying, like, you know. Uh, a pair of New Balance or a pair of Gel Light 3s and being like, oh, I don't have to do this anymore. The toe Really? Box... I feel like Gel Light 3s are not that comfortable. Really? The split tongue? I just feel... Like... I mean, the split tongue makes it even maybe, slightly footing. Maybe I'm always, like, sizing the wrong way on them, but I've always felt they're a little narrow and a little, a oh. little tight. I feel like they're comfortable. So sure. now you're saying basically function over fashion? Yeah. Just $1,000 New Balances, right? <laughs> yeah, but the one thing I feel like I have gotten into <laughs> recently that I wasn't into as much anymore, and I guess it's more of kind of what you have on foot mm-hmm. right now, is like that like early 2000s yeah. sort of like running shoe thing. Mesh, but I feel, I feel like that's more of like a recent trend in yeah. footwear, but more so than just like being stuck in the late 80s, early 90s, I've started to embrace like... 2000s era. Yeah. Yeah. I would say for me, probably less Jordans, and my rotation's gotten smaller, and uh, like... Honestly, I'm just buying way less shoes. You know, eight years ago, or you know, Wealthy's got a smile. No, he's on his the face. king of like. Brendan's would always ask, "Do I need this shoe?" And it would just be like this, like random like Vans or whatever. And you're like, "Yeah." And I'm so thankful to the people in Wealthy's. One of them, Zach the Basic, is one of them in my life who tell me, "No, you don't need that shoe." Because, like I said, two thousand when I first moved to New York in 2012, I was just buying six pairs of shoes every month just because you know. And so I have a lot less random sneakers, you know harachi lights that i wore one time or like not like grail shoes that you meant to hold on to no just just like shoes that you're like oh man random stuff so i think that's the main thing for me is not going away from a specific style although maybe maybe wearing less jordans but just just wearing less sneakers which sounds weird to say but i think you know what i mean okay i get it i mean we went to malaysia and you brought one pair of shoes yeah reeboks yeah left with two but okay Listen. Came with one, left with two. You know? Sounds like good math. <laughs> well, Oscar, thank you for that question. Sparked a good good little uh, convo, and you're getting the uh, off-white Air Maxes. There you go. Let's get to our guest. Since his last appearance on our podcast, he's been behind some of the biggest collaborative releases of the last few years, including a Jordan 3 that we here at Complex ranked the best sneaker of 2021. Since then, he's spearheaded designs on a bunch of classic Sillos, including the Jordan 1, Jordan 2, a pair of Nike Dunks, and the forthcoming Air Penny 1s that are under his social status umbrella. We're glad to have our friend James Wintner back on the podcast for the second time and in studio for the first time. Right off the bat, Sometimes we forget about checking mm-hmm. the shoes. Mm-hmm. We're starting right off the bat. You wore something special. What do you have on, James? Um, I'm on my year Jordan 12. Okay. Is this the unveiling? Uh, the world the, premiere? The, the, this, is this, this is the world premiere. We need a DJ drop or something. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Bombs on a this flex thing. bomb, yeah. <laughs> they, have, they have like wax laces on them? Or? Yeah, yeah, it's wax laces. I mean, just all the details you would expect from us with I'm on my year, like always going through the library of what are the, the the best the best materials that Jordan brand has to offer. So 
this is one of those ones that we can't really talk about when or what, but you know, it's okay. something that we've been working on. A little preview. We hey. appreciate the yeah. We appreciate you bringing them here for us. Yeah, I mean, not for us, but no, you know, no, just for listen, us to see. Y'all, y'all showed us love, like I sh- going all the way back to 2016. So you gotta, you gotta always love that. Uh, always gotta come show love back. I feel like none of us have nearly as special nah. sneakers, but let's came, talk about it. Let's <laughs> start with you. Welty, remind me what the shoe is called. Yours are the Adidas Supernova Nova Cushion Clark. 7. Cushion 7, there we go. I like this shoe a lot. I think there's some cool projects for it coming up next year that we won't talk about just yet. But, um, yeah, it's kind of a low-key Adidas sneaker that's floating around right now. And uh, you'll see them on a sponsored post of mine coming up. So when you see that post, <laughs> go sure, like once comment. again, that's a running okay. theme. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> click, the, click the post. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we need the engagement. All right. I'm doing the Colm de Garçon Nike Air Sunder Max. What a Jola Puma shoe. You know, back in 1999, I think, I was wearing these in high school. Not these, but, like, the light blue ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was, like, an outlet shoe. It's like a cult classic, but these are coming out, I think, in a couple days or a couple weeks. But uh, I got these in the white and black colorway, which has just enough black in it that it's not an all-white shoe, so I'm down. Sunder Max, glad they're back. JLP nice. for the 99 and 2000. <laughs> okay. There right. we go. Um... From good friend Thomas Lindy at Hannon in Aberdeen, Scotland. Uh, these are the Hannon Adidas Racewalk EQTs. Okay. Hannon guys are great guys. Yeah. You ever been yeah. to Scotland? No. Me neither. Oh, no, I'm lying. I have been to Scotland. Before? Yeah, to study abroad. I went to Edinburgh. So Edinburgh, like yeah. Edinburgh, Scots, Edinburgh really? in Scotland. So I actually studied abroad. That was my first international trip. How did you like it Scotland. Out there? Did you wear a kilt? Yeah. <laughs> Good eat, one. Uh, that was a good. Eat a deep fried pizza. <laughs> no, I had deep fried pizza. That's what they do in Scotland. They like deep fry everything. Really? Really? Yo, I gotta go it to was. Scotland. It was. I mean, I was 18 years old. So, but it was. You know, it was the first time leaving leaving Pittsburgh. So it was crazy. <laughs> How Damn. long were you out there for? Uh, like about a month. Were you paid attention to sneakers at all when you were there? Like, were, yeah, of course. You... Back then, yeah. But it, they they didn't have anything that I felt like Europe didn't. You know, I can't say anything. I don't. I don't want to say anything disparaging about. UK, but I just felt like our shoe game at home was like yeah. a little more advanced. It was like yeah. different stuff that you were into at the time. Yeah, they had like weird reboxed it. I didn't know. back then. You said cash money for nine nine and two thousand. Yeah. yeah, my age is showing. If I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> my, one of my cousins wanted me to bring Reeboks back. Oh yeah, oh, really? Some Reebok classics. Yeah, my cousin, uh, my cousin Pete, he was in Reeboks at that minute, at that time. <laughs> you didn't help Pete out? <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, you did. Okay, I, did. Yeah. Yeah, I, did. I brought him some back. I love that. Hey. You've been on the podcast. We said a couple of years ago. It's crazy to say a couple of years ago, but like time is like. It was like it was a couple months ago. Exactly. Yeah. But I want to talk since then. We'll go back before getting to current stuff. But the Ama Manier Jordan Three, 2021, ended up number one on our list and a bunch of other lists as the top sneaker of the year. What? How did that feel? Like as someone who is obviously seen these lists for years and years number one crazy it's still crazy yeah. like to to you know you work you you know you, you work your whole life for that that one hit album that your first album yeah and you, you know you it's it, like it was reasonable doubt yeah it, oh that's a very good comparison because mm-hmm. it, it was that like working on that shoe was just so natural it was just like all the things that you're supposed to do to a shoe mm-hmm. and you try to like go into each each process that way working with obviously some super talented teams but to, you know what, what, what we learned from that shoe was keep it simple. Yeah. Like you do not have to over design something mm-hmm. to make it meaningful. Because I feel like there were Amamanier Jordans before that that maybe 
you know, like the six, you know, where it was, it was almost like you were. Well, shoot, that wasn't even, that wasn't social yeah. status. That was a, that wasn't a release for us, for Jordan. That was a release. It's like an SMU almost. Exclusive like, release. Got it, got it, got it. Got exclusive got it. release. So the first time we actually got to touch a shoe was the three. Okay. Like where we got a chance to sit down and inform design. And what we said was the Bible mm. was the three. Got it, got it, got it. Well, you had done shoes before that. Yeah, like, we'd done you, a Proto Max. Yeah, or you had, or I mean, just shoes in general. Yeah, like, you yeah, had yeah. like the Amamanier Air Force Ones. Yes, yes, yeah, you had, did, like yeah. Diodoras. Somebody, somebody that. outside of Nike ain't gonna kill me Diaz. right now. And of course, yes, but we had <laughs> the AJ Ones. I mean, uh, AF Ones, which is one of my favorite shoes. Like I those. feel like that shoe, yeah, the, the, that shoe didn't get the love that I always hoped But the materials on that were crazy. Really good. You know what, really I feel good. like it's, I don't, I, I don't know if people care a lot about Air Force Ones right now. I feel like we're in a weird era with Air Force One for the past four years where I'm, I'm trying to figure out- like, It's the 40th anniversary and they're bringing back- Yeah, I just, the, I feel like the Air Force One sits below the dunk right now, you know? What do you think that is though? Because I think the Air Force One Tried and true, right? We, it's, it's everybody's go-to. Yeah. But I think like we like, yo, young youth culture speaks to what what happened. So the dunk right now is the dunk and the AJ1 is the shoe. Of course. But, but what next? It's very weird that the Air Force One, the, the colors like black and white, have become like memes in the past few years also that's kind but of that's crazy what I'm saying. like oh white air force one meme. white air force, air force one's one being meme, like yeah. dirty and cooked and then it was like the the black air force one meme for but for it's like almost years. like it's almost like dunks at some point have like even though they've become like mass culture at mm -hmm. this point like panda dunks and all that sort of stuff it's still kind of like remained in sneaker culture at some point i'm not saying the air force one isn't within sneaker culture still. but like the air force the white air force one number one you can't even buy them in stores anymore yeah. and two everyone who has it, it's like art school girls are wearing like cooked air force one so it's almost like it got pushed out of like the cool sneaker space. Hmm. Although, like a fresh pair of white on white, still, even though I don't wear them, no, for they, sure, you can't that, beat it. Can't I don't beat want to it. say that that doesn't. That's still yeah. not a thing. But there's yeah. still like so much around the Air Force One at this point. So let me ask y'all a question. So, mm -hmm. what's the next classic? Is it? Is it? We're seeing the airship pop up. We're starting to hear Mac Attack pop up. Where you see five fifties with New Balance is obviously doing what they're doing. I mean, five fifties with New Balance. Are going Isn't that crazy, crazy? How that shoe all of a sudden like crazy. just became like. It speaks to the power of it speaks to the power of culture, yo. Mm -hmm. And like, yo, shout out to Teddy. Like, mm -hmm. you can't, you can't not, like, look at the dude's influence on our brand yeah. and just, you know, I don't feel like I feel like everybody thinks about ALD, but if you know Teddy and just how mm -hmm. cool that dude is and his demeanor, like, yo, what he's doing with that brand is and and and, and whole and not me, not let me. The team, the yeah. New Balance sure. team, is super yeah, dope sure. too. Like, but yeah, that shit is crazy. Yeah, that reference that he pulled for that shoe was yeah. crazy. Like to bring it back, I heard it was it was like a reference from like an old pamphlet or something. Yeah, that like he was like, we should bring this back, and the rest is like history. But to take it right. back one second for, to the Amunier Air Jordan Three. So our top ten list, right? So you have Amunier Air Jordan Three, number one. Here's the shoes that you beat. This is the sneaker of the year from yeah. Complex for twenty twenty. I like yes. when we do this. Go ahead. So just so number two, Off White Air Jordan Two Low. White Chicago colorway. Number three, off-white Nike Dunk Low, the 50. Okay. Number four, Fragment Travis Air Jordan 1 Highs. And number five, Joe Freshgood 990 V3. Number six, Trophy Room Air Jordan 1. Okay. Okay. It was a good batch. Yeah, that was a, you was got a... number one in a year of, because we just did our mid-year list last week. It wasn't as strong. Wasn't as strong. We'll see how the this year's list ends up, but that one through six, tough list yeah i mean and you know product like
yeah, I'm, I'm very curious to see how it evolves. And I try not to get, as much as it feels good to be at the top of the list, I swear I try not to think about the list because you'll, you'll, you'll die trying to like, get, wait for right. the, the fan, the, for the fans to say they love you. You got to do it for other reasons or you'll be out here chasing bars True. at some point. But it, I think two at the time, like Joe Fresh Goods had said, because his shoe was on the list and he was on, I think, all of the lists at that year when everyone's like, list doesn't matter, lists don't matter. But it's like, no, he's like, no, but I made the list this year. So he's like, stop telling me that lists don't matter the year that my shoe makes the list. Do you ever feel like that? or? Yeah, I mean, you want your recognition, mm -hmm. but I, I mean, I want like what Hiroshi and CDG and Supreme mm -hmm. got like it's that's in terms 20, of the Nike relationship or just or the just longevity like and the being legacy able to, of it all uh, the legacy and just building a place right like coming up the bat and having a meaning and people trust you and, and go places go places with you right it's mm -hmm. not just about creating on the dope stuff it's just about being able to you know like you cross decades of being able to create and, and, and serve culture in a meaningful way I want that. The list is important. Mm -hmm. The acknowledgement is important, but the longevity is the most important. So I'm like, yo, I just want to be in a conversation in 2050 and 2060 and 2070. You know what I'm saying? How open is it to like long-term partnerships or do you like, you know, it'll be cliche to be like every design, I treat it like my last, but like you're talking about a body of work with, with a brand, like with the Jordan, it seems like you're, you're like really locked in and consistent with them. Is there like multi-year, opportunities like for sure well the thing less about multi-year opportunities i think it's just more about equity and commitment mm -hmm. it's like being around for so long and like trying to build and like yo getting a fair opportunity to, to, to be able to work like yeah. that's all you ask for it's like yo just give me opportunity to work and see what i got but i think the commitment we've gotten from the brand is like yo we're going to do as good by you if you done by us so i think they're they're being insanely bold about the commitment to our partnership. Mm -hmm. and, and the length of it isn't, isn't something that we talk about. It's just about working meaningfully and continue to build culture. So if that means we work for 50 years or 60 mm -hmm. years or whatever it means, but it, 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 I can tell you this much, in, a, in the near term, it don't mean we slowing down. It feels like right now among Nike and Jordan partners, social status and Amma Manier and the Whitaker group, I guess, as the umbrella is like one of the most prolific ones. Do you feel like that? Like yeah. you have more projects than anybody else? Um, I don't know about the project because I don't know what anybody else is doing, but right. I can speak to the relationship. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, the support, like the support that we get from those teams, incredible, mm -hmm. like second to none. Like the leadership teams, without calling names out, I don't want to be that guy. Oh damn, like, I was gonna yo. call some names out. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I don't want to be the guy, but they they make sure that they stand up for us. And, and, and if somebody doesn't understand why we're in the room, I think other people will walk in the room and, and make it very clear what our, what our purpose for being in the room is. So it makes it a lot easier for us to be able to get after just doing good work mm -hmm. and doing good work for the right reasons and just focusing on what we need to focus on. When you talk about like the legacy and wanting to build out the brand, is having those 12s on almost more important to you now than the three being the sneaker of the year like two yep. years ago? Yep. The fact that I had to make a call this morning, say like, yo, I'm going to go see Joe. Mm -hmm. I want to wear the 12s. Mm -hmm. And they said like, yo, bro, Stop asking for permission. This is what you're. This is what we expect from you. Wow, that's dope. Like, so it's it's me still learning to be in this space. Was it Michael Jordan? No, nah, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta check. You gotta throw some names out. Here. <laughs> you just gotta check. You know. <laughs> I, I can't even say what I was gonna say next. But that's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. 
But no, it was just like, yo, it's to your very, very, very good point. The fact that the 12s exist and the fact that we could think forward around like just wanting to like get your validation that's why you wear them. I yeah. love that because it feels like back in the day it would be like, no, no, we have this rollout, or no, you can't break. And that the, the fact that it seems like you have leeway to do that, it's really good and probably rare, or yeah, probably rare because back in the day it was like you know people were coming to the office with and with like bags and but, NDAs that the the like we were trying to shoot it for the magazine and bags of shoes that you weren't allowed to talk about. Yeah, and and like the the publicist would just like. Stand in the like photo Nike's, studio. Nike's yeah. almost like I don't know if they're like they're getting ahead of. They want to get like ahead of the leaks because it was like makes sense. Two months ago, where like Dion from Concepts was wearing like those orange lobster dunks. That's like, a good one. And he was just like, hey, too. here they exist. You know, like man. And the thing is, like, I think they just value us different. Mm. Like, if you if you look at like what was happening in the world now, and I think you got to kind of embrace it. Like, would you have trusted us when we were like? 10, 12 years ago, mm. like some of us were a bit reckless, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, <laughs> right? Like now, 12 years later, we built meaningful businesses and we're mm -hmm. we're like, yo, CEOs, like think of the owners of companies. You got James yeah. Jevier, you got mm -hmm. Ronnie, you got Eddie and James, you got Chris from Union, you got, um, got guys like Deontay and Matt from corporate. You got mm -hmm. CEOs floating around everywhere. These guys are about their business. So you you gotta give them the leeway right. to, to represent the partnership in a meaningful way and trust them. Right. And, and again, I still made the call this morning, right? Yeah. Just, so like, check. Like, yeah. just yeah. like, yo, just triple checking that I could do this. Right? <laughs> That's great. I, I want to say, like, to not not those names specifically, you know, you mentioned there's all these other, you know, people who are building these businesses and they have these incredible, you know, sneaker stores that are doing the culture in a way that the brands can't do it themselves. You know what I mean? I, I know that there's a, a friendship between everybody and there's a camaraderie, but I also know there's a competition that maybe yeah, of when, when you're not in the same room, People don't speak about you know that relationship the same way. Do you feel that competition? Because I feel like, in a way, the Whitaker Group and you specifically, like, people look at the projects you're doing and they're like, "How can I do that? How come they get everything?" You know what I mean? Do you feel that pressure at all from your peers, from your competitors in this well, space? Well, it's interesting because what I like to say to my peers, we we all drive we all drive the space. I still don't think we get everything. I'll say it again. Supreme exists. Comic yeah. Garcon exists. Undefeated exists. These are people that have been working with brands for 20 plus years. Yeah. We've been at this since 2020. It is 2022. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So we talk about two years against 20. So at the beginning of the relationship. Yes. I feel like you have a target. I don't, I don't, I don't want to say target on your back, but I feel like they see the stuff that Social Status and Amma Manier does, and they're like, why do they get another look and I still haven't done a Nike shoe? Well, I would say to them, continue doing the work at some point there's people who probably got text messages from me saying mm -hmm. keep leading mm -hmm. right keep setting a bar mm -hmm. and you know who i'm talking about mm -hmm. you know who i'm talking about like mm -hmm. i'm out like yo i'm i'm competitive but i don't compete mm -hmm. does that make sense mm -hmm. like yo i'm very competitive like yo we work to be the best but we set our intention on who we are and what we want to what we want to be in and what our narrative is and what we want to talk about Right, so the thing that's been refreshing about us is, like it took me a minute to get my legs, mm -hmm. to like, like yo, to get comfortable in mm -hmm. just being the hood dude, right? Like how are you the, the dude that come out the projects and like amongst all this sneaker cultureness, mm -hmm. right? I had to embrace who I am and where I'm from and what I want to talk about and get comfortable talking about it. Mm -hmm. And I just care what the rest of the industry was talking about. I'm not the, I'm not the cool guy. I'm just comfortable being cool. But does that make sense? Yeah. At the same time, too, I think, 
I don't want to say like right place, right time, but like Amamanier being in Atlanta, you know, and like Atlanta, like basically like running hip hop at, at this point, like being like the center of the culture. Like I feel like every time you shoot like a big rapper in the South, it's always like Amamanier. Like how much do you think that the rise of like culture in Atlanta has like played into, you know, the Bro, growth of the business? That was intentional. Mm. Yeah. Social status existed in and we talked about this yeah. at some point. Uh, yeah. The story, I think, mm -hmm. in 2016, mm -hmm. like in, in making, Amma Minier couldn't have existed without Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Like the idea could only, I was sitting in Atlanta and was like, why doesn't this exist? Mm -hmm. And why is no one doing it? And I was like, well, I'm gonna just do it myself. Yeah. Right, like it 100%, it the opportunity, I think the years of experience, the fact that, the fact that social status existed for X amount of time before Amma Minier, Gave I'm in year the legs because I had a cre I had credibility when I stepped in. And you're right. If without the music scene and Atlanta being what it is, the two things. And I mean, listen, uh, Virgil, uh, yeah. give him his flowers. Don, mm -hmm. that whole like all of that happening at the same time as I'm in year, 100. percent And when I shoot there, I love even. Besides the talent we're shooting at Amma Minier, the employees are always like, so-and-so just came in, so-and-so just came in. I feel like Amma Minier really gave another um, alternative to, like, Lennox Mall. Yes. Because Lennox Mall is, like, that's where everyone shopped, like, yes. in, in the city. And I feel like, and I even think with Amma Minier, you are, correct me if I'm wrong, taking even more of an apparel approach, even more than sneakers recently. Yeah. Uh, be because, like, the brands you stock there are super, super reputable. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's the sneaker business is. I mean, if you, it's always been about apparel, right? Mm -hmm. I'm a year exists because I want to get dressed. Like mm -hmm. you, you want to like look like a nice adult. I think right. I heard was listening to the show and you were like, "Yo, I don't really buy sneakers," and I was sitting there laughing because it's like, "Yo, as we get older, our rotation of sneakers is we may have like 15, 20 pairs of sneakers looking at us, but we pick up three. Yeah, of course, yeah. right? Yeah, and, and it's when you're younger, you're looking for differentiation. You look trying to mm -hmm. develop a look. Yeah, like our look is our look at this age. Mm -hmm. you, like you master it, and you just you said it uh, when you when you get shoe description. Mm -hmm. You wanted to shoot as white that has some black, has yeah. some other color in exactly. it, right? Hey, what was it like having Shaq there for that episode? He wasn't there. Oh, he you wasn't there. He I, wasn't there. Skip the Shaq. I'm, man, listen, I, I try he has not. To... He his he has great great uh, employees and, and colleagues. They're always. He was meeting with the Nike execs. Our, our team is good. And, yeah. and listen, man, it's, it's uh, I wouldn't say meeting with the Nike execs. What, <laughs> I, what I will say is, again, uh, every time you say Nike execs, I'll say I love them. Mm. And, and, and I appreciate the support. One thing I want to talk about as it's super relevant, when we did the vice president, she did the Converse, Nina Chanel designed yes. the Converse. Yes. And now we see yes. a she year, a couple huh? years later, the Jordan 2. And talk about like, you know, your relationship with that. And we had the vice president on sneaker shopping. It was at your store, but I feel like you really made that story about Nina Chanel and then to see her get the Jordan 2 and this Converse start with the converse and then get the jordan too pretty pretty awesome well for, it's never about me being mm. a connector is is what keeps you out here right like you gotta you gotta look to put other people on right hence, your, hence the point when you said like everybody want to turn mm -hmm. it's never me getting in the way of getting somebody a turn i'll happily open up introduce but at the end of the day we all got to do the work but to that to that end like yo you start thinking about kamala harris mm -hmm. who at the time with no disrespect to Joe Biden, we're all thinking in the back of our mind, she's gonna be the president mm -hmm. at some point, right? Mm -hmm. And so we're, we're thinking about the opportunity and I just felt like it'd be very impactful to have a woman representing it. Mm -hmm. So we need to kind of like step step out the way and let, you know, Nina do her thing. She's so talented 
and she has such a powerful voice in a, uh, in a medium that she speaks to the world in. So I just felt like it was the right thing to do, and it all worked out. Definitely. Did you hear about her getting the Jordan sneakers before everyone else? Like, did, were you pretty aware of that early on? Yeah, I was. I was aware. I was. I was. I was. I was aware. Me and Nina talk a lot. Okay. Hey. I wonder too because it feels like there's a concerted effort from Jordan Brandon. It makes a lot of sense to do more to support black-owned businesses and black artists. You know, it feels like they're skewing that way with the collaborators, and then also a few store owners have told me that. Like if, if you're a black owned store, then you might get better product allocations or you might get some more love from Jordan Brand. Do you know, is there like a, is there a calculated thing from Jordan Brand to support oh, businesses in that way? What I can say is they have a, they have a commitment that they've, that they've, uh, I think they've been very public about being the number that one. They announced it, right? Yeah. yeah, being a number one streetwear brand and also just standing up black America, yeah. right? So I don't know how that looks in their internal strategy, mm. but I know they're looking at, I mean, how could you not look at parity? Mm -hmm. In, in general in your business practices, right? right. So yeah. I, I, I don't see allocation sheets. Mm. And so I can't say who's getting what, when, and how. But what I can say is I think they're making a conscious effort to make sure that there's that they support everybody in a meaningful way equally. Yeah. And again, and think about this, man. Um, MJ is MJ. Mm -hmm. You look at the leadership team over there, man, with, with uh, that team, they've always been super keen on, like, yo, I wouldn't be who I am without, without without Jordan Brand. Sure. Mm -hmm. Like Nike, like respect for the relationship opened us first, but everyone knows who knows our story knows it's we we came in through Jordan. Nike now is super like super on point mm -hmm. and doing everything they could possibly do to help us push forward. But like yo, we came through the door with Jordan Brand. Yeah. Does he take you to any NASCAR races with him? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 I mean you're in Char you're in Charlotte Oh, but, MJ, but, but I don't know. But there will be something interesting that we can come talk about in a few when once basketball season starts okay. again. I'll, I'll, I'll drop a hint. Does he have a favorite collab of yours mm. that he mentioned? No, no. I, I mean, he he's dialed in. He's dialed in that way. But I, I, as I think Marcus gets the Brit of the good and the bad more than I do, so I think okay. that's a that's a good Marcus. That's okay. a good Marcus question. <laughs> I don't know if Marcus will ever talk to us again, unfortunately. Yeah, man, y'all drug him. Up, I hope. Man. <laughs> Did <laughs> we? Y'all drug him, boy. I'm staying off of that subject. Come on, I'm staying any, off of that one. Any, I'm anything? staying off of that one. No, I'm staying. I'm staying away from it. Let me let me ask you this: Do you watch how the internet reacts to sneaker releases and how they kind of? There's this thing now where every release that comes there are people who are going to grade how this how the stores handled it and and whether or not the shoes were distributed in an equitable manner mm -hmm. and the marcus jordan story we all know it. it's infamous now everybody believes that the shoes were backdoored i do as well you know he's he's limited his comments to us on that do you feel like those reactions that you've seen around your store are fair you know do you feel like you guys get dragged with respect to how the shoes get released do you i don't think nobody has a better release process than me you can yeah. put us up against anybody and I shouldn't say me, I should say us. Cav, the way Cav runs our releases, the way they sit there and go through, like, yo, it's a team of people that spends way more time and money. We spend a half a million dollars a launch. Mm. So, so we if can't you even, have a Jordan brand project? We can't launch Nike, Jordan, anything that's a project. Mm. We don't launch it. It costs a half a million dollars to hold bots off for four minutes. So it's not even like, like, I've heard that in the past too, where it was like, you know, You'd hear stories about, you know, like maybe like Kith drops an Asics, and it's like the amount of effort and time that goes into like that one release. 
doesn't even like fund the store. It's just like marketing for the business. For four minutes to get, man, it's it's like, yo, bots and technology, There's they can break the internet faster than we can fix it. Yeah. Crazy. But for us to like, I just laugh. Like, cause for those first four minutes that you got on our site, you got four. Mm. After that, we well, if it lasts more than four, then we got a bigger issue anyway, right? But I think you mean if the bot not, attacks last more than four minutes, the, or the product not selling? No, we, we actually, could, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, usually products. Yeah. Usually the product is gone in a minute mm. because people get in line, mm -hmm. and once they're queued and in line, unless they do something crazy like hit refresh or X out the screen, sure. they're in line and it takes their queue. So. It, it populates the suit, shoes. I don't know at what point, you know, I'm not a coder, so at what point they mm -hmm. pick their sats, but they're allocated something at some point in that process. So after four minutes, bots, you know, bots can't get in, but the shoes are usually gone at that point. Are, are you, like, how dialed in are you on those days? Are you in a war room with 50 computer man, screens? Man, man, shout out to our team. Most importantly, shout out to Kev. Kev, mm -hmm. like, yo, our team is incredible. Mark, Kev, like, I didn't, Mark, I just had to show up. Kev, mm -hmm. Kev when it comes to releases, like, yo, Kev, Kev got a team, and our team is around them, and they lock it up, and Wes and Chris, they, they, they dial in, they go in, make sure that we allocate raffle, we allocate, we allocate web, people win, all the shoes go to people, and most importantly, nobody ends up on the internet with a room full of shoes taking a picture in front of it. Mm. <laughs> True. True. We talked about the threes, you know, you have the twelves on, you had the ones and twos in between that. Like, what were those like for you? You know what? It's all a part of a like a bigger journey. Like I, first and foremost, I, I acknowledge how crazy this all is, right? But the bigger like like I'm thinking about other crazy shit, like the kid getting shot like 60 times. Yeah. I'm thinking mm -hmm. about like, yo, what do I do with this to get to that? Mm -hmm. Right? Like I woke up this morning, the first thing I seen is, you know, the damn cookies and what you look at on the internet. It's mm -hmm. Sandra Bland cussing the cop out. And I'm thinking it's new. And it hit me. I'm like, that's the kind of stuff. I'm thinking about how what we do affects everything else. So I don't spend much time thinking about the product per se. I think about what the product can affect. Does that make sense? Like, I could tell you back in, like we're talking about Penny, right? Yeah. Uh, right now, and it's like what we're socializing uh, mostly with social status. Mm -hmm. And it was really about telling a recess story in, in that journey with those kids. Right, and continuing to tell that story. Uh, later this year, we'll, we'll talk a lot about um, the voice of kids, right? And how, how racism isn't, you don't, you're not born racist, right? And kids have, kids form an opinion, and the opinion they form will shape the world. That's mm -hmm. one story we're gonna tell. Mm -hmm. The other story we're gonna tell is through women's rights. The mm -hmm. product just gives us the ability to get people's eyes on a story and what we want to talk about. An entry does point. That, does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. So from, from a product perspective, like, yeah, it's dope as hell to be able to walk around in mm -hmm. the 12s and this mm -hmm. and that, but if we was just selling shoes, I don't know, you know, like, let's, yeah. let's keep it honest. Like, Do you worry that the message doesn't come across? Like, do you care if somebody's wearing a Jordan 3 that you designed and they never saw the campaign around it or they don't necessarily understand, you know, in that instance, it's about being raised by women. Like, you know, is it, do you worry about the message not translating or not sticking around? 100%. Uh, that's why we spend a lot of time with, on the message. Yeah. I think we try to dig so deep in the stories that you would have to be blind, deaf, or dumb not to get it. Yeah. Right? And, but like, if you buy it off eBay four months later, you know, it's like sometimes it, it, the context isn't there, you know? But do you think, and, and hold me accountable, yeah. do y'all really think people didn't get that shoe? Do you think people, 
You think it went over anybody's head? Sorry, you mean physically get it or didn't get the no, message? No, the story. Did, didn't get the story. No, I think I think it's there. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know. We exist in a bubble where we examine every story yeah, 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 around yeah, every yeah, sneaker, yeah. so it's hard Not to say. Not every person is going to get the story, but yeah, if you go fair. super, super hard on the storytelling, the con- even if you're... It's like hard to miss it, right? Well, even if you're converting, like, there's so many sneakers that just come out on the... Sh- they're limited, you get them, but, like, when you go super hard on the storytelling, you there's more of a chance to, like of a conversion rate of people actually getting the story. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the stories for social status and I'm a mirror look different. You mm. can't miss free lunch. You can't miss it to mm. look at the box. Yeah. Uh, recess, you won't be able to miss mm. that when you see the story in a box. The, the baseball check being removable on a shoe is not a part of the design. It's a, it's a part of the story. So you have mm. to pull it off to realize that the rest of the checks in there are other bags other balls that which you would you would sure. use a recess right so it's connected to the product in a meaningful way i'm a Minier product isn't connected that way because it's a bit more mature sure. um but yeah you know it's it's built it's the messaging's built into it so you get it yeah talking about the pennies let's before we like really dive into the this collab but talk about like his sneaker history and and such so like i think it's maybe properly rated but also underrated i think it's a little underrated we always talk we always talk Mm -hmm. about we make the joke that like when i was playing basketball like i got out for practice in i think middle school i got the the youth xl penny jersey because it was cheaper than the (laughs) the men's small with the little letters but like i got penny ones and i like showed up to practice and like his line and like what he did and, and his sneaker history is just uh, yeah, I think it is a little underrated. And wh- how was it like getting a chance on one of his silos? Incredible. Yeah. I mean, think about think about Penny. Like, think about what we know him to be. Mm-hmm. Like most kids ain't most kids ain't examining what MJ done on the court first, sure. right? Then you got yeah. Ja talking about he'll he'll cook MJ. And I'm saw like, that. <laughs> yeah, you saw that. I love Ja. Yeah. But come on, man. Come <laughs> what about what about yesterday where Ray Allen said that LeBron's not the goat? Um. MJ's the GOAT. Let's start there. Okay. Uh, um, you got to listen. LeBron's legacy is mm. second to MJ probably, right? You, you, you don't go to as many finals. Uh, so, I mean, the fact that MJ lives mm-hmm. or play makes him not the GOAT. So he's mm. right. Mm. I mean, that, the conversation kind of ends there. If, if, if LeBron pulls off three, four, five more chips, that means he would have to pull them off in consecutive years, we could have a different conversation. Old, yeah. If if LeBron wins a couple more chips, going in three, four more, we could have a different conversation. The likelihood of that, and the likelihood of that without a trade. Mm-hmm. Right? MJ played for one team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you get a phone call right now if you said that MJ wasn't the goat? <laughs> <laughs> right now, like Jordan somehow has the stream First like from the audio. Hey, <laughs> you're not worried about the twelves, but listen, we have something to talk about. <laughs> he ain't watching Complex. Now. Oh, oh my God, this is devastating. <laughs> Mark that. We're just going out. Is this because of, of what we said about Marcus? No, Tom, listen, stamp listen, that. Listen, man. Listen, listen, man, this is and listen, and coming back to Marcus, he gonna come back and make everybody eat his words, man. Ooh, Marcus, really? yes, man. Get out. Watch that. Boy, man. Let's go. I hope so. Watch that boy. Go. He's going to come back. Him. Marcus is going to come back, and everybody's going to have to sing his praises. Watch it. Mm, I hope so. Watch it. Um, but what about Michael Jordan not watching Complex? <laughs> <laughs> Don't well, put that narrative out there. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. What a blow to our credibility. First, first and foremost, man. Like, listen, it's, it's a wrap. <laughs> it's a fucking wrap. <laughs> but no, nah, man. It's I, I wouldn't get a call. It's it's LeBron said MJ's the goat. Let's, yeah. Like. 
Who? How could? You, hey, listen, man. The fierce like Look at. Go back to Jaws point, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, people were more athletic. Uh, I think. I think this is a much more skilled game, mm -hmm. less physical, but the game then was more mental. And when it comes down to winning championships, uh, like yo, joining super teams to win a chip. To me, that ain't a thing. You also weren't getting close line by B Bill Lambeer back yeah, in the day. Yeah, like you, <laughs> he's going to turn this into a J.J. Reddick over here is going to turn this into <laughs> an athletic debate. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm at the end of the day, yeah. mental, mental toughness, man. M MJ, MJ won. Mm. At the end of the the last shot is a thing, right? Yeah. Like like constantly the last shot is a thing. So, you know, with that said, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a rat with MJ. But Penny sneaker history. I know we went a little, but Penny, yeah. so... Working on someone who had that someone's signature shoe, someone as like reputable as Penny, is this something that you had in mind from years, like or what? No, it was they talking about like, yo, what's important to us, mm -hmm. right? Like and like, yo, retro. We all, you know, we all talk about what what basketball meant. And our basketball was like you wore jeans, but you had shorts under them because you you yeah. peeled your jeans. Ready, 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 ready to pull up. Anytime you could yeah. pull up and start playing, like we could go now. Mm -hmm. Penny that Penny embodied that, and then you talking about like a Penny one. So when people are like, "Yo, why did y'all work on something so close to the OG?" Like, "Yo, bro, who says no to working on something close to an OG?" Mm -hmm. Like anybody mm -hmm. who noticed, like, still gonna do it. Yeah, hell yeah. Like we gonna work on it and tell our story through it. And we're gonna have to get kids to understand, yo, six, seven point guards that played how he played and moved how he moved didn't exist in our day that way. Like, yo, and then the, the one, the two, the phone, like, come on, man. Yeah. It's classics. You gonna do a phone? Oh. <laughs> well. What I would say is uh, the phone is probably one of sneaker culture's most important shoes. I agree. Right? Certainly. And, and it's I feel like the foam is a little on a downturn too right now. I feel like people aren't checking for foams a lot right now. I don't know if people aren't checking for them or if the world is just ready to receive them differently again. Mm. I mean, listen, you you guys are smart. You you pay attention to the writing on the wall. If you see less foams, y'all could dig and figure yeah. out why y'all see less foams. Y'all y'all been doing this long enough. Mm -hmm. But I think if you look up, y'all y'all know the y'all y'all know the drill. Besides the penny and the phones, is there a is there a, <laughs> is there a classic basketball sneaker you want to get your turn? Classic basketball on or a, or someone else's signature shoe. Um, you know what sh the, the shoe that I wanted to touch that was important just to me the mm -hmm. uh, KD four. Okay, I wanted to touch. Uh, uh, LeBron had a hell of a run and at some point well, you just said he's not the goat so that's out the window <laughs> listen lebron will respect wow, mj's ahead of him we can have conversations don't tell me tell him <laughs> we, can, we can have we can, we can have conversations past mj take mj sure, sure, sure. Yeah. take mj out the conversation and then it opens up like Le lebron comes to the top of the conversation mm. but i think uh i think all of the original force if you go back to all the original force campaigns and commercials um to me, that generation of models has to be treated with, with white gloves. Mm -hmm. uh, the glove, the Rodman, yeah. um, Barkley, mm -hmm. and Barkley's importance in yeah. uh, the basketball franchise. 
And so many of these models that just get thrown around like they didn't help built up signature basketball yeah. and what it is and what it means today. Like there would be no jaw, no Kareem, no like yeah. David Robinson. Yeah. Like think about all those 84 to 95 yeah. basketball players. And how much that meant for Nike as a whole. That's what Nike was built on. Yeah. So if we don't start putting white gloves on and start and treat start starting to treat that era of basketball with a level of respect then we're never going to see basketball in and of itself be as meaningful as it should be because that's as connected to our culture as the dunk and the yeah. it paused the Jordan 1 through 14 yeah. the Jordan 1 1 through 14 dropped in parallel with the glove and the fucking this and it, you can't have one without the other yeah you, all the things go together as a quick aside we need Barkley in Atlanta that's who we need. We need to collab. I think you can make it happen. That's what, a good one. We need yes, yes, yes. He's like he's. That's who we and, need. And Barkley TNT is in Atlanta. Yes, and Barkley's personality. Like, we hold need on, him. think about this. The fact we that you him. got Barkley and Shaq that's on a show need. together, exactly. Like, like, yo, that's who we need in Amanir. We'll talk after. Would you, would you show up for the Barkley episode instead of the Shaq? I got it. I got it. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen, Shaq. I, I'm he he Shaq. wants to pit everyone against each other. That's his yes. thing. Listen, I, I'm a I'm a basketball fan. So, yo, Shaq, how could you not be a Shaq fan? Yo, oh, he was great. And I don't want to fan out. You can't like he show up great. to like, yo, Joe. Can I? Uh, yeah, can, right. Can, you, I, uh, can you, I come you, speak you, to Shaq? Yeah, like, no, like, how no. do how is that supposed to happen? Go around. Yeah, <laughs> that's who we need though. Maybe in the fall. Yeah, Barkley's a good call. I'm gonna work on that. The CB two ninety four or the the, the Godzilla. Honestly, there's so many good Barkley shoes. I think people forget how many shoes he had. Barkley had a ton of shoes. Bro. Barkley probably has. If we know, we know obviously with the ones that Jordan played in one through fourteen. Mm -hmm. Right. And somebody can can check me. Mm -hmm. How many Barkley shoes are there from the Force with the strap to the Oh the Alpha Force with yeah, the yeah like if you go all the way back the how side? many are there a lot a lot yeah so I think I think I would love to. I would love for somebody to do something with that. It ain't got to be me. It could be me. Like, yo, Brendan Dunn. Like, no, no. Okay. I'm going to me. No, 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 no. I'm going to go to you. Okay. Okay. So, so who else? But I know nothing about basketball. No, 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 no. Okay. He's going to I'm flipping a retail. Who else would you like to see who's not getting shouts right now? Who else would you like to see have an opportunity to work with brands. I know who's top of mind for me, but you said you said Ooh. people are looking at me saying like, "Oh, dang, I want to get a shot." Okay. Well, I don't want to say it because then. <laughs> no, you gotta say it. You gotta say it. You put people on a spot. You hot seat. Who? Which retailer do I think should yeah, get a look? No, not one. You can name as many mm, as you want. With with Nike. Yeah. <sighs> are we talking Barkley or just in general? In general, anything. My guy, my guy, Joe at Oneness. You know, I, I want to see him do a Nike project. I love Joe. So you agree? I love Joe. I mean, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't I'm yeah. James from the Whitaker group. I yeah. don't get any say in this. Who else? Matt, Matt from corporate on a Jordan 4. Matt from corporate. He's, he's, listen, he's listen, the way, the he way. Told me, he told me the longest story ever about how he got to do like a Chris Paul shoe. And it was, <laughs> Matt listen, from corporate on a Jordan 4? Like Matt is, Matt, Matt, listen, Matt mm -hmm. deserves a shot. Joe deserves a shot. Listen, I know it ain't no such thing as shots for everybody. Mm -hmm. But like, yo, these is dudes that they, they pay their respect. And maybe, I and I'm, maybe I'm, finally give Derek a Nike shoe as well. Man, you Sneaker know politics? Li yeah. Listen, Derek is my guy. Uh Deontay from uh Soul Classics and, and yeah. uh, that's my guy. Yeah, we love Deontay. Yeah, Deontay's a good dude. 
Um, yeah, man, I think I think there's enough space, and I think the team at at Nike and Jordan understand how impactful it is to be able to work with them. And I think it's something that they look to solve for because, I mean, the thing that I know is that team doesn't want to look that they're, they're leveraging us. But the thing that I want to make clear is it ain't got to be it ain't got to be James or right. Ronnie or Supreme mm -hmm. or there's enough space in the world for us all to meaningfully exist. Do you ever feel like sometimes, and I know, Brendan, we spoke about this in like the past year or so where there was like a few like retailer collaborations where it feels like the retailers had to pull out all the stops to make the shoes like important. Like you saw how, like when Concepts did all like the Air Max ones, like how much like videos and yeah. stuff that they had to make. I know you've had to do that as well. Is that like something that you just felt the need to do to tell the story? Or do you also felt like you needed to prove your worth to the brand a little bit by like putting no. all your effort into the collaboration? It's less, I think, honestly, we're so invested in the work we're doing. We don't, we don't even have to talk to the brand. We do out of respect to understand so we align. But I think for us specifically, you're talking about people who just got pride in their brands. Mm -hmm. uh, Nike and Jordan aren't holding guns to people's heads saying, you better do this if you want to work with us. Mm -hmm. That doesn't happen. It's it's about people who are really passionate about the work they're doing. Like you have, you, you y'all sat with Dion. Yeah. yeah. Like that dude is Definitely. like, he's, he's on Mars. Yeah. Like we all care about something. We all care about something differently. And I think what they do as partners is channel into our, our individual passions mm -hmm. and, and help fuel them, right? So what, I've, what I would say to the, the, those people is like, yo, keep caring about what you care about and the opportunity to talk about what you care about will show itself, right? But we all gotta be uniquely ourselves. Sure. I can't try to swerve into Supreme's lane or swerve into Undefeated's lane to, to get a look that like, yo, I need to stay in my lane and, and focus on doing exactly what I'm doing and and what my superpower is and if when when it's time to connect to that people will knock on your door so we all get it we all get our shot is what i believe i will say though that you guys did the penny better than supreme did the jason kidd shoe thank you yeah definitely that why why now let me ask this question in which ways it it felt like you paid like homage to the original shoe like you it seemed like you had like a better understanding of why that shoe was important and your connection to that shoe rather than just taking something that was like streetwear like flavor of the month and tossing it on kind of an unexpected sneaker yeah it's the whole Taurus and purist conversation mm -hmm. that, I, that yeah. I think we're starting to hear and, and mm -hmm. what i think your feedback is super is super purist yeah. right and mine's too right mm -hmm. like there's a certain homage that you need to pay to guys mm -hmm. whereas where i get um I'm trying to, I don't want to ever make it seem like I'm about to take a shot at somebody, mm -hmm. but I, you, you got to respect, like, it's Jason Kidd, Joe. It goes back, I have so much respect for that era of, of like, so just dressing it up. Yeah. And then I think the bandana thing was on it. So that's a sensitive spot for me. Yeah. Like anything, I got friends that died about that shit. So mm. it's, it's tough. When I see that on shoes, I'm like, mm, I ain't going to play that game. And like, what does it have to do with? Jason Kidd, you yeah. know, and like yeah. it almost like, like, like usicates like the meaning of the shoe like at all. Like yeah. you almost forget that it's even Jason Kidd's sneaker. It opens up the conversation about culture vulture a mm. little more when you start putting stuff like Supreme Team and bandanas on it because like yo, there's people who ain't around here no more. There's people who got life imprisonment. There's there's neighborhoods that was turned and lives that was lost about things that people joke and kid about. And when you really come from that, you just feel a way about it. And, and, and we don't always get this seat to say like, yo, don't do that. Mm. 
Like, don't play with that. Like, it's you playing with something that's so delicate and so close to life or death for commerce. Like, like yo, and if you are going to do that, I hope you speak into that community mm-hmm. and that family in a unique, in, in those families in a unique way without just putting Supreme Team on something, without really understanding the consequences or repercussions that come behind that. Do you feel like that a lot? Hell yeah. Every day? In sneakers. It's just, because there's just rules mm-hmm. that, like, like they just apply to you naturally because they're, the way we was brought up, like, yo, you don't do this, you don't do that, you don't do this, and you're told to not do those things, the life and death consequences. If you go to certain places on the West Coast where they still banging and they still, you know, right. and they still on it about colors, and you got a blue T-shirt on, and they tell you not to wear it because you going, something will happen to you, you're going to take it off, right? Mm-hmm. So why you feel so comfortable putting that on a sneaker? Like what you like? What are you doing? Right. Like there's certain things like as as athletes and 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 people who have the lead culture, they they just want the bars. So they they want it. They right. want they want the validation. Want the they yep. want the look. The IG so post. they willing to you know throw up sets and and do this. Like yo, don't do that. Like like I get I get the bars and mm-hmm. but like yo, not that. And again, I got a unique position because I'm from where I'm from. Yeah. yeah. Taking it back to sneakers for a second, we've talked about all the planning that goes into your projects and you know how far ahead you have to think about these things. How much harder is all of that right now because of supply chain issues? Like, How hard is it Oof. to sell sneakers, to get sneakers to America right now, to know what fucking boat they're on? And things like that. Is well, the game still super twisted right now? Okay. Well, shout out to the brands, right? Like they they do a masterful job of mm-hmm. juggling the balls. Like respectfully, mm-hmm. I can't act like we gotta handle any of that. Yeah. Like, the penny yeah. was supposed to been really be a thing. Like everything is running late. There's no no mystery. We just all are beating to the same drums. But they do it with grace, yo. Like you think about and, and they and they never make it at least about us, right? Like you hear stories where people uh, say wild stuff, and that's just not, haven't been my experience. Now, and I do realize I'm in a bit of a privileged place now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so my experience is a bit different, but yo, it's tough, it's tough for our business. Right. When you get shoes like fucking broken up, 200 pairs this month, 200 pairs 60 days later, yeah. and you know, you still gotta get them out. But luckily, sneakers are still piping hot, so when they come through, they sell out, Yeah. right? But what about people who can't pay their bills or are dependent on that money sure. to cash flow their business? You already paid all the money, you know, well, futures orders. In, 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 in footwear brands, you're not. They're not charging you until you ship. So okay. really, it's, it's, it's how you're flowing your business. If you depended on those deliveries from this month to ship. Right, to and have that revenue. Yeah, if you're, you really need the profit from those, whatever releases from that month to cash flow your bills. You're in a bit of a tight spot. And I've been there before, mm-hmm. right? Like, I've been in a place, like, where you calculate, like, oh, yo, we need the cash flow from this month and this shoe so we can get these orders in. And if those get delayed, you got to have a difficult conversation with somebody. And what is it like, too, then, when you have something like, you know, like a Travis shoe that got delayed for reasons that aren't, you know, uh, supply chain related, but you know that's, like, guaranteed revenue into well, your business? Well, somebody got to give... That's where you got to give the brands credit because they had to sit there long enough to say if they were going to burn it or just wait, mm-hmm. right? And, and I won't, you know, the Travis thing was in 
incredibly difficult for yeah. the families. Yeah, of course, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. The companies, Travis, all parties involved. It was mm -hmm. horrible. But yeah, that's one where you just kind of, it's a cost of doing business, right? Everybody always talks about uh, what happens when somebody makes a mistake on, on something and it's your team's fault. Like, nothing you could do. Everybody talks about the money that's made from footwear. Nobody's talking about the shoes that got to get burnt for sure. whatever reason. And that happens more times than what anybody ever talks about. It's such a crazy, yeah, the, this thing to think of that there are, you know, mistakes that happen in production or times when a brand decides they can't put something out. I'm, I'm always so interested in this and or the idea that there's a place where legitimate shoes are just shredded or destroyed. Yeah, there's leaders that I know personally that see something on a shoe that they don't stand for. They burning it. Mm. They'll stop 10, all. 10,000 pairs of shoes, 20,000. 10, 20, 100, 200. Really? It's against their principles. In the last two years, hell yes. Interesting. I could definitely speak to the footwear leaders at Nike. Mm -hmm. Any particular games. shoes? I won't call none out because, oh. I, I mean, there's ones that I know, but, but I don't know if I'm allowed to say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But I can speak to knowing that they hit the button and said, like, yo, right. this goes against the principles of what we stand for. Yeah. Or even, like, a shoe that was, like, I guess publicly known was, like, a shoe with, like, you know, like, Puerto Rico Air Force Ones where they put the flag backwards on the shoe so they're just like we're not going to release it now very good example or betsy ross air max ones very good examples when you start thinking about shoes like that if that sample get out there that means production is probably sitting in some warehouse somewhere mm -hmm. right yeah. mm -hmm. them shoes just don't show up in another country the global marketplace is flat we would see it yeah them shoes is burnt that's money loss it's a big investment yeah it's part of the game though right yeah. do, do you ever i don't want to say sympathize but then when you talk about you know the supply chain issues and people not getting getting the product do you ever like maybe put yourself in someone else's shoes where a store owner who may be behind on his bills will feel the need to like backdoor those shoes that nike's like you need to send this back but i've had very candid conversations about the need for some stores to backdoor pairs if you if you if you if you need i'm not about to tell nobody who's late on their rent, not to do what they got to do to make your rent. Mm -hmm. Like the, 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 your, Sell something for over retail. Your, to... your first responsibility is to making sure you have to take care of your family. Mm -hmm. Now, if they put themselves in, a, in that position based on something they done, mm -hmm. yeah, then that's one thing. But I mean, if the market is, recession's happening, delays is happening, they're really doing the right things, and the difference is like, yo, I'm gonna sell these three pairs of shoes to make this extra 1800 because this is gonna get me past my month, mm -hmm. man, you better sell them shoes, right? Yeah. But the other thing I would say is, if you start to look at what's happening, like Panda Dunk, somebody said earlier, mm -hmm. we've seen the Panda Dunk restock a number of times, right? There's also a way to just generally put more product in the marketplace to help kids have access to shoes that they you feel want. Like the brands are intentionally holding back on it, or no? I think we're seeing now. I'm, I, the conversations that I'm having is 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 they want parity in the marketplace. They want the shoes on kids' feet. Mm -hmm. They don't want to continue to see resale like these crazy resale numbers. Is like yo, I'm trying to make our shoes accessible. Yeah, we're yo, we're not paying money to fight bots for a reason. I want our you know that's another reason why the three gets the gets the flowers it gets. Because it was relatively yeah. accessible. It was special, but it was, you know, yeah. people that wore them. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. ones people wear them. You see them on people's feet because humans bought them. Mm. When, when a shoe comes in a marketplace and somebody got a thousand pairs of them and the shoe is a thousand dollars on StockX, you know what that means? It's like 20, Nobody's 10. wearing them. 
That means it's 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 a it's it's commerce happening. Yeah. The the reseller paid a majority of the resellers paid over a thousand dollars. So the shoe has to be benchmarked at a thousand dollars. Right. I'm not going to take a loss on that. Yeah. 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 So and if yeah. they do, it's going to be nine nine. It's going to be yeah, recoup. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it's different when you see a shoe coming to market at. 300 and then you look four years later and you watched it go like this it's just because people wanted it you know what i mean like, yes because we had that conversation on like earlier where it was a shoe like the pad of air max ones you know where it's like it feel like you're talking about your three but it also felt like the pad of air max ones were a shoe that a lot of people got last year and you saw everyone yes. wearing it but the trajectory of the shoe went like boom 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 yes. because you actually see it exist in the real world it's yeah. not like chunky donkeys where it's like nobody actually mm. has that sneaker you know but but now the resale value on that, it used to be $300, and now you see it like five, dollars $700 for that shoe because more people want it because they see people wearing it. You yes, know? and, and that's that's where the market having its effect is much better than shoes being $1,000 on day one. Right. If a shoe is $1,000 on day one, nobody got the damn shoe. Was it really launched? Did it mm. actually really exist? You mean like the Trophy Room Jordan one? <laughs> I had to. It was too easy. <laughs> listen, I had to. It was too listen, easy. What I'm going to say You set again, me up. You set me I'm up. I'm going to say is, we're going to sit. I'm going to come on the show with Marcus when y'all giving him his flowers. I'm going to sit right here Let's with him. Uh, Mark, you, you, that was too easy. I had to take that one. Listen, all right. All right, all right. I'm, t I'm telling you, watch the comeback, though. Watch the comeback. I'm ready. It's, I will tell you, though, for Christmas one year when we had Marcus on the show, my parents they put it in a stocking a picture of, there's a picture of me and marcus doing like the the, the handshake yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they like, it's like a little picture like this with like a plastic case of a picture of, in your wall of fame at home it's a, no it's sitting on my dresser a picture of me and marcus jordan dapping each other up yo marcus is a great dude man i'm telling y'all it's gonna be redemption you guys met barack obama together yes yeah. yes that was all him too was that you went golfing i don't golf <laughs> I watch them golf. Okay, <laughs> mini golf. We do a mini golf. Oh, I do. I do. I'll putt putt mini golf. I love golf. mini golf. It, it's it's too intense when you play with people who they like. They, they put can their play, time into yeah, it. They yeah. put their time into it. You're gonna, I don't you're gonna put guy. like the lease of a store like on this one hole, and you're like, now MJ owns all the money here in Atlanta. <laughs> now you're really Jordan family. <laughs> <laughs> Say, I got to send him a mortgage check. <laughs> <laughs> so. Penny One's coming very soon. Yeah, Penny One's is uh, this, this upcoming week. What y'all think? I like them. Yeah. I like them a lot. It's not my favorite. Not not to diss you, but just yeah. to be honest, yeah. you know. I like the Penny. I, I kind of had the reaction of, I, I wish it was more different from like an OG style colorway. Yeah. But I like yeah. to hear the thing about the baseball stitch, you know, and like the switching the swooshes, you know, yeah. it endears me to them a bit more. Yeah, I think, I think that's the thing that I hate about leaks. Yeah. You don't get a chance yeah. to get your story off. When you're us, when you said like, hey, is that pushing you? Like, no, we think about these stories, the teams, everybody's invested in the story. So when a product leaks without context of why it is this way, it, it gives you the ability to form an opinion without us right. like going in and romancing like, wait, we, you. Like you're the person <laughs> yeah, I want yeah, to romance. Yeah. I want you to be fixed on the screen and I want you to like yeah. go through, get your pair early and go through the unboxing experience and be like, oh shit, this is the basketball, this is this. Yeah. And then you get it more, right? That's the problem with the game. But you know, welcome to the internet. And I I, I like the OG, I like similar to the OG with a twist, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm into them. There's, there's one last James Whitner story I wanna tell before we get out of here. And I'm not gonna name any names because it's not about bringing up old stuff, but the moment I realized how passionate you were about this, and hopefully you remember this, but we had a phone call maybe six years ago mm. and again it's not about you know bringing yep. up old stuff but some 
some artists, some musicians came into one of your stores and they were unhappy with the can customer little, service. Can you do the, the ad uh, No, we're not, you know. <laughs> Wait, the, this story has been told. <laughs> it is yeah, told you're not hiding anything. I'm not, I'm yeah. just, I don't want to. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. And there was a situation where they felt like they didn't get the access to the shoes that maybe they should have because the people at the store were selling them to the kids that were in line. And I will always remember how passionate you were in that phone call to me. You know, just saying like, look, this isn't about servicing famous people or the, the people who, you know, people who we all respect, you know, hey. it's like, th that's not what this is about. And I, I can't remember exactly what you said, but I will the always remember The kids keep that. us in business. Yeah. Like it, it, without those kids, we ain't in business. Like we gotta be able to, we gotta, we gotta be on their block every day. Mm -hmm. Right, and when you on when you on somebody's block. block every day, it's like <laughs> on T block. It's, it's, it's like your, it's like the corner bodega, right? Mm -hmm. Like you gotta you gotta you gotta respect what's in your neighborhood, and you gotta respect the people that's in it too. And we gotta build each other up. Yeah. And, and you know, like that story, that passion has shown itself. Because at that time, what was that? Was. I hope the story wasn't too vague. I hope it's still connected. They told it the, on FSR. No, no, it, it was one of those things where where there's always an expectation that people expect to be able to get product early because of their status mm -hmm. right their and social status yeah. <laughs> but for us like yo the kids eat first yeah it could have been on a versus stage who knows <laughs> y'all yeah, like, instigators yeah. <laughs> well, that's, for sure. that's for sure listen <laughs> it's the part that's funny about this listen uh all kidding aside been a great few years congratulations penny one's coming can't wait to see what's next well maybe we see what's yeah, next may maybe one promise you got to keep, you got to get MJ to watch this. He got MJ got to like and subscribe to this. Uh, to MJ this. MJ on sneaker shopping. Yeah, uh, maybe. M meaning Marcus or Michael. Maybe either. The Marcus one we could do. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Marcus. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time, and you know, again, congratulations on on uh, all the success and and this run that you're on. No, thank you guys for thank having you. me, man. And, and I appreciate the support always. Thank you, James. Thanks, James. This has been the Complex Sneakers Podcast. We hope everyone has a great weekend. Please like, subscribe. We will see you next week. Our producer is David Matthews. Our associate producer is Jasmine Plata. Special thanks to Jen Stewart, Shiva Bayet, and Haley Choi. The Complex Sneakers Podcast is a production of the Complex Podcast Network.